0: Entrepreneur on fire episode 320 inspiring journeys of today's most successful entrepreneurs seven days a week Namaste fire nation. Are you looking for something something all in one? Squarespace offers that. Get Squarespace's all-in-one platform, which allows you to create a beautiful website in no time flat. For a free trial and 10% off, go to squarespace.com and use the offer code IGNITE. Fire Nation, don't have time to take a call? Did you know you can get all your voicemails transcribed and emailed to you for only 10 bucks a month? Go to evoice.com today and enter promo code FIRE for your 30-day free trial. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Courtney McKenzie. Courtney, are you prepared to ignite?
1: John, I'm fired up and ready to go. Yes.
0: <laughs> Courtney is the creator of the business podcast Entrepreneur 2.0, founder and CEO of Crowned Public Relations, and a former Miss Jamaica. She helps people create a business and life they love without breaking the bank. Given Fire Nation just a little overview, Courtney, but take a minute. Tell us about you personally. We want to get to know you, and then give us an overview of your business.
1: Well, first and foremost, John, thanks so much for having me on your show. I love your show; it's it's Thank amazing. Yeah. So I started my business, Crowned Public Relations, uh, two months after graduating with five hundred dollars that I won from competing in a pageant, and I networked like a crazy person, <laughs> and eventually got some really great mentors who took a chance on me and who introduced me to their connections and some people who actually took a chance on me, even though I was a newbie and I've just started my business. And since then, that was about three years ago, I've been working with big companies and I've been doing a lot of consultant work.
0: Cordy, give us a little more background about yourself, where you come from, your life growing up a little bit, and then how you got to where you're at today.
1: Well, I came from a long line of entrepreneurs. Um, My grandfathers on both sides were both entrepreneurs and my parents, they ran a few businesses themselves. Um, So I had a, I came up in a house full of creativity. So my, my mom and dad were always, they never thought any idea was really crazy, which was a good and bad thing because, (laughs) because, you know, sometimes you're like, Hey mom, I think I want to, um, I want to start a bakery. I'm, I'm like seven years old and she's like, you can totally do it. You know? So sometimes I'm going to make mud
0: pies we're
1: going to make mud pies. And I want to, instead of selling lemonade, I want to sell, you know, chocolate mochiladas. I mean, she was just (laughs) really, (laughs) she, every idea that I had, my parents were super supportive. So it was good and a bad thing. Um, But I eventually did start my first business when I was about, I must've been about 11 or 12. I started an airbrush t-shirt company and I, it was started with a, with the airbrush design, um, Kit that my mom bought me for Christmas, and I was making my own shirts, and all my friends wanted them. So I was like, you know, maybe I'll turn this into a business. And I did eventually turn it into a business, um, and I made a lot of money for being, you know, a tween. Um, <laughs> and then eventually, I started an eBay business, which I ran all throughout college. And I ran into some hardships with the eBay business, but eventually, I was able to to start the business that I have now, and I absolutely couldn't ask for more.
0: Wow. So you have been an entrepreneur 0.5, 1.0, and now you are entrepreneur <laughs> 2.0, Courtney. And I can't wait to dive more into what you have going on right now and exactly how you got there. But before we do, being a listener of Entrepreneur on Fire, Courtney, you know that we love starting the show off with a success quote because I guess that motivational ball rolling gets people fired up for this content you're going to be sharing with us. So, what's your success quote?
1: My favorite success quote is, you don't have to reinvent the wheel, just make the wheel cooler. <laughs> <laughs> because sometimes, John, we get so caught up in the idea that someone else already did it. So I can't do it. I'm stealing their idea or no one's going to want to buy from me because the product or service is already out there. But I feel like when someone else has already done it, that's validating your idea. And they're, they only have a small piece of the market because you have to think about it. There are 8 billion people on the planet, right? So there's so many opportunities and so many ways to connect with people. So right. don't, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Just make the wheel a little bit cooler. <laughs>
0: <laughs> for some reason, I knew you were going to have a quote like that. I knew it wasn't going to be some Mark Twain or some Winston Churchill quote. I knew Courtney was going to have a <laughs> nice little twist for her. So thank you for sharing that. And Courtney, you know, I'm going to bring it down to the ground level for you because I want to know how you once in your life made the wheel cooler. Give us a specific example.
1: Well, I think one of the examples of making the wheel cooler was my eBay business. I actually, when I was in college, I had an eBay business that I sold pageant stuff. And that was before I started competing in pageants. But I had a lot of friends who were competing in pageants and they sold their stuff on eBay. So I said, hmm, if they're making all this money selling stuff on eBay, maybe I can too. So I didn't have any of my own pageant stuff. So I went out to Goodwill and I went out to uh, consignment shops and purchased things Gave them a new life. I reinvented the wheel that way too because I took suits that kind of looked a little dated. I went to the Joanne Craft Store, put on new buttons, you know, added a little flair to it, and then I resold them on eBay for like I don't know five times as much as what I paid for them. So that was a kind of two step part of when I reinvented the wheel and made it a little bit well, not reinvented the wheel, but made the wheel a little bit cooler.
0: That's definitely a cooler wheel. So, (laughs) Mackenzie, we're going to continue on because you have a great journey. And that's what Entrepreneur on Fire is about. It's about... Looking at your journey, really kind of putting it under a magnifying glass and pulling out some great parts of that journey that Fire Nation can learn from, can be inspired by and can avoid mistakes by because that's what it's all about is is listening to people like yourself who have been there, done that, who have had failures, who have had successes. And so let's focus on the failure right now. Share with us an actual story. When you failed, you just fell flat in your face and Courtney, what did you learn from that? And how did you pick yourself up and move forward?
1: Well, you know, as an entrepreneur, we fall on our face all the time. But the the true story, the heroic story of an entrepreneur is when we actually get back up. So right. it's not about when we fall down. It's about learning from the mistake, you know, bandaging up the, the scrape and then learning from it. You know, I, I consider all my falls, my war wounds. And I love to I love to look back at them and laugh now. But one that I could think of specifically was When I was in college, um, I ran that eBay business, and I had just gotten accepted into my major, which was political science. And so I was preparing for the LSAT at that time. And I know you know about that because you actually went to law school. So, you know, it was the LSAT, preparing for that was like no joke. I mean, I was studying for like four hours a day for months, and I really let my business, my eBay business kind of fail. Well, I won't say I let it fail, but it did eventually fail because I didn't have enough time to pay it any attention. And so um, I was having a hard time paying for college because that was kind of the way that I was paying for college instead of getting a full-time job. So I said, oh boy, what am I going to do? Like, how am I going to pay for tuitions coming up? You know, how am I going to pay for this? And I didn't want to call home and ask my parents because I just hated asking them for stuff. So I got creative and uh, one of my friends who was competing in a pageant gave me this flyer and she told me, you know, you should compete in this pageant, you know, and I, I did compete in the pageant and I did win that pageant. And it was Miss Jamaica Intercontinental. So two weeks later, I go to Dominican Republic where I compete against 200 contestants, which was crazy. Um, They're from all different parts of the world. And uh, my roommate was Miss Russia. She was Miss Russia Intercontinental. She was gorgeous. Oh, my gosh. She was gorgeous. And um, (laughs) we actually became really great friends because at night when we were winding down, we got to learn... To, we got to talking and we got to learn about each other. And and I learned that she was she was very interested in doing business in, in America. And I was definitely interested in trying to expand my eBay business and kind of reviving it. So we helped each other out. And we actually both end up creating eBay businesses and trading stuff with each other. And it was a great connection that we made. So that I took the lesson of falling on my face. And I actually fell on my face two times in that situation because she actually ended up beating me. My roommate, Miss Russia, beat <laughs> me in the pageant. <laughs> I was her first runner up. Oh,
0: congrats. Out of 200, Corbyn, that's still pretty good.
1: Thank you. Thank you. So instead of, you know, seeing her as competition, we, we saw each other as friends and we both um, learned something valuable and we both turned that into, into successful businesses.
0: So if you could just boil that down for Fire Nation, one clear lesson, one clear takeaway from that experience of falling on your face, picking yourself back up, learning again, failing again, what would that be?
1: I think the biggest lesson to learn in that is that you have to see people as, instead of seeing people as competition, you have to see them as allies. And I think that when you take away the the competitive mindset and you instead try to befriend people and you try to learn from them, I think that that's when you really define success, because that's when you're able to see what they've done. And people are willing to help you if you're willing to help yourself first by by reaching out to them, I feel like so I think that it's really important to make sure that you share your story, that you're transparent, and that you try to see people as friends instead of enemies or competition.
0: And I think that brings up another great point, Courtney, for entrepreneurs, and that's surrounding yourself with the right like-minded people. Because as entrepreneurs, when we're really getting down to the ground level and we're working in our business, sometimes it's a very lonely area and we really look around and nobody understands what we're doing. And we really need to just be able to reach out and consult and get feedback and criticism when necessary. So what have you done in your life, Courtney, to surround yourself with the right kind of people so that Jim Rohn theory of the, you are the average of the five people you surround yourself with comes true for you.
1: Well, first, I have a great team of friends, like my friends are all, they're not necessarily all entrepreneurs, but they all have that entrepreneur mindset. So my best friend, she's an entrepreneur, I have my family, and we're full of entrepreneurs as well. And then I also listen to podcasts like this, you know, and and I feel like people can understand me because it is lonely sometimes, you know, sometimes where we're in our apartment, you know, working 12 to 14 hour days, and we're by ourselves. And we're like, man, I wish I could talk to somebody or I wish somebody knew what I was going through. Um, I just lost a client or, or I can't figure this out or I, I want to get away from this, but I know I have to get my work done. And sometimes people don't understand that. So I think it's really important to listen to podcasts like this and 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 surround yourself with people who who get it because entrepreneurs are kind of crazy. I mean, who goes out and starts a business when they can actually just go and work for someone else, right? That'd be the easier way to do it. But But when we surround ourselves with people like like you and like other entrepreneurs who are listening to this, um, I think that that's when we really become our best selves.
0: I could not agree more because you brought up a great point. When you lose that client, that's a low point for so many entrepreneurs and so often you hear stories of people who gave up then and went back to the quote unquote safety net of working for somebody else where if they had just had that support group to be like, you know what, Joe, Frank, Sarah, I lost a client a month ago too, but you know what, three weeks later, I landed my biggest client because I learned from losing that client what I needed to do the next time. And having that support cast around you to keep you going, to keep your runway long enough is so often what we need as entrepreneurs because it's when we give up too quickly, when we don't have that support cast around us that's keeping us floating above the water level, so to speak, that's when we can really sink below and drown. So Cordy, you could not be more right. There are so many great podcasts, so many great masterminds, so many great coaches and mentors out there that we can reach out to that are so happy and so willing to just be there for you to create that support staff. So great point that you brought up. Thank you for just sharing your thoughts on that. And it's a great segue, Courtney, to our next real topic of this interview, which is the aha moment, that light bulb that went off. Because just like you had that struggles with eBay and then and then you became first runner-up, so you actually lost in the pageant, you had a couple of setbacks, a couple of failures, but you didn't let that Stop you. You also had these inspirational moments that were driving you forward. That were pivoting your direction. Share one of those moments with Fire Nation, and how did you turn that into success?
1: Well, when I first started my business, Crowned Public Relations, I I was a newbie. I had just graduated from college, and I was kind of intimidated by everyone else. So I was surrounding myself myself with people, but. Um, they were so much more accomplished than I was, and I was really intimidated by it. And And they kind of looked at me like, who are you? You know, what are you doing here? Um, but I think the lesson that I learned behind that was the real aha was that some people were going to look at me as inexperienced and as a newbie. But other people looked at me and said, you know, I'm glad that you have the heart to do it and that you're you're not afraid to be here amongst all of us who are who are well accomplished and all that great stuff. But I think the the lesson in it all was you are the sum of who you hang out with. And we have to surround ourselves with people who are better than us. And I always say that if you're the smartest person in your circle, then you need to get a new circle because, you know, you're not doing something right because you've kind of hit your glass ceiling. And as an entrepreneur, the best part about being an entrepreneur is that there should be no ceiling for us. You know, we're we don't like to be closed in. So that's why we go and we we don't get into nine to five jobs. We actually get out there and we create our businesses so that there is no ceiling.
0: So, Fire Nation, I really hope you're listening to this because the great point here is that we all started somewhere. When Courtney started, she was a complete newbie. When I had Tim Ferriss on the show, he talked about when he was a complete newbie. Same with Seth Godin. Everybody starts somewhere. So, don't let the fact that you're not an absolute rock star right now stop you from starting because that's exactly where you have to be is that starting line to ever get to where you want to be. So, Courtney didn't let the fact that she felt unaccomplished. Stop her from pursuing her dreams and then look at her now. And the same goes for you. If you can do that right now and you see yourself one year from now where you want to be, start moving in that direction. And you're going to get there so much faster and with so much less stress if you do surround yourself with those people who understand what you're going through, that roller coaster ride that you're going to experience. So continue to surround yourself. Don't let the fact that you're not a rock star right now stop you from starting because I was an incredible newbie when I started. I just released an episode. Uh, About 30 episodes ago, where I shared my very first ever coaching quote unquote, interview that I thought I was never going to share because it was so bad. But I wanted Fire Nation to see how bad I was when I started. And Courtney just shared with you how much of a newbie she felt when she started. So everybody goes through this progression. And that's the point of Entrepreneur on Fire is to show you the journey, to show you that everybody has a starting point to get to where they are right now. So don't let that hold you back. And Courtney, my question I want to pose to you is, have you had an I've made it moment?
1: You know, I haven't had an I've made it moment. I think that I love to celebrate. And I'm definitely like one of those people who like to throw little parties and little celebrations, because I like to, I like to celebrate the small things. Because I think when you only wait on the big celebrations, you may not ever get to them. And you may feel like you never accomplished anything when in reality, you actually did. So I haven't had an I've made it moment, but the little celebrations, like when I get a new client or when I reach a certain number of of listeners and, and those little tiny things, I always celebrate with my girlfriends or my family. I may take small vacations and things like that, but then I always get right back to work because there is no I've made it to me. I think that there's always more to do and there's always uh, more expansion that can happen. So, So I haven't had one, but I definitely celebrate the small ones.
0: So Courtney, let's get specific here for a second. Share with us the last party that you threw for yourself. What was that celebration for?
1: <laughs> okay, so I <laughs> I throw parties a lot. Um,
0: <laughs> I don't want to so hear I'm about like, a party bus bachelorette party. I want to hear an entrepreneurial <laughs> celebration.
1: <laughs> okay, so most, more recently, um, I actually did start a podcast and I was inspired Yay. by Entrepreneur on Fire because I think it's amazing and I think that the, le- the lessons that we learn from episodes and podcasts and things like that, I think that those really help us move forward. So once I got to 75 countries and once I knew that I was in 75 countries, I threw a little dinner party. Um, I invited my friends and my family and we had like a little champagne toast and it was small, but it was something that I was really excited about because I didn't ever think that it would get to that number. So it was, it was a couple of weeks ago and, and I'm still really excited about that.
0: Well, I'm so proud of you, Cordy, and I'm so honored that Entrepreneur on Fire inspired you to move forward with your podcast. Have you had a download from Greenland yet?
1: I have not. Greenland is, I don't know what's, Greenland's like this huge country. And I'm like, I really need a download from Greenland, but I haven't had one yet. <laughs> uh,
0: I've said that on this show multiple times like, hello, Greenlanders, if that's what you <laughs> call yourselves, pick up a podcast because it is such a sore thumb. It's such a huge country right in the middle of the demographic map. And I cannot for the life of me get it downloaded. And I'm in over 150 countries now. And Greenland is still one that I cannot get into. So, Courtney, thank you for sharing that celebration. That Is quite a win. I remember when I hit my first 25th country, my first 50th. I mean, those are big numbers because those are a huge influence. We're no longer regional entrepreneurs. We are literally international entrepreneurs. So kudos to you. I'm really proud. If you ever need a guest, look me up. I'd be honored to come on and share a little bit with your audience, which I'm sure is incredibly inspiring and incredibly engaged with what you're kicking out for content
1: absolutely. You know what, John, I'm actually going to go to Greenland. I'm going to download yours. I'm going to download mine. And so we, we can be done with this whole Greenland situation. Oh, and
0: then we can brag about it and don't download anybody <laughs> else's. And then we'll just be no, like, just, we uh, have Greenland and everybody's be like,
1: what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a deal. It's a deal. <laughs> uh,
0: you're the best, Courtney. So let's talk about the journey really briefly, because you know, on Entrepreneur on Fire, I always talk about the entrepreneur's journey, the ups, the downs, and the struggles that we go through to really try to iron out those peaks and valleys. So share with Fire Nation right now your philosophy on the entrepreneurial journey.
1: The journey can be wrapped up into you fall, um, you get back up, But when you get back up, you have to remember why you fell and try to prevent that same fall from happening again, because we fall down tons of times. I mean, there are plenty of businesses that I wanted to start, but they died before I even got to start them because it wasn't a good idea or I didn't do enough research. So I call those falls. You know, I, I fell on my face in those situations, but I look back at them and I say, okay, this is what I can make better. So I don't ever make that same mistake again.
0: And that's one of the major powers of Entrepreneur on Fire, Courtney, is that we're here to share the entrepreneur's falls, their mistakes, so the listeners can actually step over those and avoid them. And of course, you're still going to make your own mistake, Mr. Listener, Mrs. Listener, (laughs) Mr. and Mrs. Fire Nation. But you are also going to be able to avoid some headaches and some heartaches by listening to mistakes previous entrepreneurs have made and finding ways that you can avoid them. One of those famous quotes from history is those who don't study history are doomed to repeat it. So we don't need to repeat the same mistakes that I made because I made plenty and I share them all the time. The same mistakes that Courtney made because she's sharing them now. So you can use this information to propel yourself forward and really avoid the pitfalls that so many before you have made and then make your own pitfalls and then share those. So Courtney, let's talk <laughs> about your current business right now, You have so many exciting things going on. The new podcast, the business, share with Fire Nation one thing that's really exciting you right now and why.
1: Well, I recently just did my first webinar, and as you know, like webinars can be really intimidating because you're on there for an hour, and I was by myself on this on this webinar. Eeks. and I, would, I know I was like, oh my gosh, am I going to really be able to do this?" Um, and, and I did it, and it actually was a full webinar. It was I only made it available to a 100 people, and over 300 people signed up for it. I mean I had a hundred people sign up. I mean actually come to the webinar. Right. And, um, and I did the whole hour. We actually went over a little bit over the hour. So, I had I was more than prepared and I was really excited when I actually completed it and I was so excited when people sent me emails saying that they actually found value in that. So, I'm starting to do webinars and and trying to get into that whole world. So, I'm really excited about seeing what happens with that.
0: That's a very exciting place to be. I'll tell you the major disruptor in the webinar world, Courtney is Google Hangouts and YouTube Live and being able to coincide those. Because guess what? Now that price barrier is gone. It used to be super expensive to do a webinar. Go-to webinar was like $100 a month for like 100 people or 50 people. And if yeah. you wanted any more than that, it was 400 or $600 a month. So it was really a steep price curve. But now anybody can do a Google Hangout. You stream it through YouTube live and an unlimited number of people can actually view that as is going on. So it's really incredible that disruptor that's happening right now, that's leveling the playing field and letting webinars be open to anybody that wants to do it. And guess what, guys? You don't have to be awesome to do a webinar. You don't have to be great the first time. And two really good friends of mine, David Simon Garland and Amy Porterfield, are a great example. I mean, these guys are Professionals in every sense of the word, and they create amazing products, amazing services. But guess what? They had a hangout yesterday, and they used Google Hangout slash YouTube Live. And Amy's internet connection was just not that great because she had to last minute be at the airport, so it was spotty, It was cutting in and out. And they just had to bag it. And you know, they had hundreds, if not thousands, of people watching this live. And you know what? It wasn't the end of the world. People understood. They said, "Oh, we'll get them next time." I'm sure there's a couple people that weren't thrilled, but that just goes to show you that even the people that are at the top of their game right now, don't pull it off a hundred percent every single time. So don't feel like you have to. So Courtney, what's your vision for the future of Entrepreneur 2.0 and beyond?
1: Well, with Entrepreneur 2.0, I would love to just keep growing my audience and keep helping people uh, know and learn that they're Are tons of ways to be successful when it comes to business and to let them know that other people get it. I I think that's the part that we really just need more of that. okay, there are other people who have failed. There are other people who have succeeded. There are other people who have been stuck in the same place that you are. Tons of them. So I think once we get more of that and we get more familiar with the idea of failing but getting back up, I think that that'd be the ultimate goal with Entrepreneur 2.0. But with business, you know, I'm not sure what else is going to happen. I'm, I'm still just all open. I'm, I'm kind of like one of those bright-eyed, bushy-tail kind of oh, girls. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm super excited to see what else the future has to hold for me.
0: Very exciting stuff, Courtney. I'm really excited to track Entrepreneur 2.0 and see your progress. So, Courtney, let's take a quick second to thank our sponsor, evoice, Fire Nation. Are you an entrepreneur who's looking to cut down on your monthly expenses? I know what you mean. Starting out lean is important, but for some businesses, there are just some things you can't do without, like a phone service. Lucky for you, eVoice can help with that. eVoice is a comprehensive phone service that starts at just $10 per month. You heard right, $10 a month. eVoice not only helps you ensure that every one of your customers is treated like gold, they treat you like gold too. When you sign up with eVoice, you'll get your own toll free number or local number. The ability to set up a dial by name directory and you can have your calls routed anywhere in an instant. eVoice even transcribes your voicemails and then emails them directly to you. Talk about hassle free with no interruptions. It's like having a receptionist without having anyone on the payroll. Go to eVoice.com, use a promo code FIRE for your 30 day free trial today. That's eVoice.com promo code FIRE. Drum roll please, da, da da da, introducing Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one platform that allows you to easily build your own website just the way you want it. Sound too good to be true? Squarespace has a killer design library and they are constantly updating their platform so you have the latest features at your fingertips. Squarespace recently added e-commerce to the list so you can set up shop and start selling your products quickly and easily. They've also added a user-friendly calendar feature so you can share your business's schedule right on your website. So whether you've got upcoming speaker events you want to share with your audience or a new product or service launching soon, Squarespace's events collection calendar feature has you covered. Squarespace, everything you need to create an exceptional website. For a free trial and 10% off, go to squarespace.com and use the offer code IGNITE. So now we're going to segue to my favorite part of the show, the lightning round. And this is where I get to provide you with a series of questions, Courtney. And you come back at us Fire Nation style with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? It sounds like a go. (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur?
1: That's a great question. I think that um, I had so many different ideas. I didn't know which one to go with first. So I always knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I just didn't know which avenue I wanted to take. Did I want to do a bakery? Did I want to do online? Did I want to do a PR business? What was it that I wanted to do? So once I kind of nailed that in, um I was able to figure out that I wanted to start with a public relations company.
0: The bright, shiny object syndrome plagues all entrepreneurs. Because if you're an entrepreneur, you get excited by a lot of things. And so it is so difficult. But guess what, Courtney? We need to focus. We need to follow one course until success. What's the best advice you've ever received?
1: The best advice I've received, I can't remember who gave it to me, but whoever did, I thank them for it. Um, It's stop trying to perfect someone else's footsteps and make your own. And the key behind that is just knowing that it's great to know that someone else has done it, but you don't have to copy someone else. You have to always be original and find what makes you, you, and then put that out there because sometimes we, we might be a little quirky. Like there are things about me that are quirky. Like I'm a star Trekkie. Um, you know, I, yes. I like, I'm a red velvet fanatic. Um, there's, you know, there are certain things about me that are quirky, but there are certain things that are quirky about everybody. So when you put it out there, um, you let people know that it's okay for them to be quirky. And when we all find our inner quirkiness, <laughs> that's <laughs> when we really find success. So I think that's, that's the key ingredient.
0: Now, when you say red velvet, are you talking like red velvet cupcake in yogurt or are you talking like red velvet material?
1: Oh, red velvet cupcakes. <laughs> I like, I'm. you don't understand, John. I have to have one a couple of times a week or I start to like have a mood swing or something. It's crazy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Always keep red velvet cupcakes in stock when Courtney is visiting. I just wrote that down. So we're good. And no, there's um right here in Pacific Beach, Bogart Yogurt has an amazing red velvet frozen yogurt option that is really, really good. And I actually usually get it with Heath Bar.
1: Oh, my gosh, that sounds
0: amazing. <laughs> Do we have to stop this interview so you can go pound a cupcake? I right think
1: now? so. I'm going to have to go jump on a flight from Miami all the way over there to get that. It sounds amazing.
0: <laughs> Courtney, what is one specific action that listeners can take in the next 24 hours to bring them one step closer to their dreams?
1: One step that they can take right now is to make a list. I'm all about making lists of things that I want to do. So I make a list of seven passions, seven fears, and then seven things that I really want to do that aren't necessarily things that I'm passionate about in the sense that, okay, so that actually sounded a little confusing. So let me start over again. I like it though, no, go for it. <laughs> okay, so so I do seven passions, seven fears, and seven things that I would like to do, but I'm not necessarily passionate about. And then I wind those things down and then I try to see which one of those things I can actually make into a business? Because like you said, we have these this shiny ball syndrome, and I definitely have a severe case of ADD, and I think we all do as entrepreneurs. Um, so I think that once you make a list and you actually nail down exactly what it is that you want to do, I think that that's when you actually can take the next step forward. Because You have to nail it down. You have to get very specific about what it is that you want to do, why you want to do it, how you want to do it, because there are tons of ways to do it
0: seven passions, seven fears, seven things that I like to do. And you nailed the other point too, Courtney, which is which of those can you combine to make a viable business? Because when it all comes down to it, whatever you're going to pursue as an entrepreneur does need to be a viable business to keep that going. You do need to have a business that's bringing in income, bringing in revenue to sustain it. That's just the natural progression of a business. So a great task. And I challenge every Fire Nation listener to do that and then to email Courtney what their seven passions, seven fears, and seven things they like to do, what they chose from that. And I guarantee you she'll get back to you with her response. Right, Courtney?
1: Absolutely. I would love that.
0: (laughs) Do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners?
1: So there's this new one that I recently discovered. It's called AdRoll. It's amazing because what it does is if people come to your site, you know, not everyone's going to stay on the site or maybe they they got distracted and they didn't subscribe to your newsletter. But you want to make sure that you don't ever lose that lead because sometimes it's difficult to get people to actually come to your site. So when they do, you want to make sure that you keep them. And so with AdRoll, what you do is you can track people who have been to your site and then later on approach them in social media ads. So if someone comes to my site um, and doesn't necessarily sign up for for my email list, but they go on Facebook, I can uh, create ads that will... In the promoted posts uh, feature in the newsfeed, it'll allow them to see something about my business and kind of remind them that they came to my website and try to close them into giving me their email address or coming back to the site or, or seeing what else is going on with my business.
0: That is fascinating. And that's a great service to have as well, Courtney, because a lot of times people will all of a sudden stumble upon your website and they'll be like, I like this. But then they get distracted because they're working because they're going to walk the dog or their kid starts crying and they come back and the site's gone. And a week later, they might be like, what was that great site? How do I spell the word entrepreneur? I just don't know how to do that. (laughs) So very great stuff. And Fire Nation, you can find the links to this resource and everything else that we've mentioned in today's episode by going to eofire.com slash Courtney McKenzie. And Courtney, you like how I changed that to eofire.com because entrepreneur is so hard to spell?
1: It is. I always have to like, re. I'm like, is that, is it E before the U? Oh, you-
0: okay. uh, And there's like, there's a Q in there somewhere. I swear. I have no idea why, but Courtney, if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be?
1: Well, I'm a big reader. I read a couple books every week. I'm kind of a nerd that way. Um, but recently I read Jay Bear's Utility. Yeah. It's amazing. I love that book. And his book's all about making sure that you're trying to help people instead of just trying to hype up your business and sell them something. So it breaks down the barriers of trying to be helpful before you try to sell to people and before you just try to hype up yourself.
0: Absolutely. And Jay Bear is a great past guest of Entrepreneur on Fire, eofire.com slash Jay Baer. And his new book, Utility, is incredible. I've read it. And Fire Nation, I know that you don't always like to read because you're like me. You love audio. And if you want the audio version of this book for free, go to eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. So Courtney, this next question is my favorite, but it's kind of tricky. So take your time, digest it, then come back at us with an answer.
1: Hmm. That's a tricky one. Okay. So what I would do is I would send out some tweets and try to get sponsors. So I wouldn't have to necessarily use my own $500 because I want to save that. You know, yeah. you never know what's going to happen next week. Uh, <laughs> so I would take that and <laughs> get some sponsors to cover food and drinks. And I would throw a massive networking party and invite everyone that I know. Um, I'd invite uh, Entrepreneur on Fire Nation. Boom. I'd invite all my friends and we just have a huge networking party because that's when you actually start to connect with other people you may not have met before. And and then, you know, life won't be so lonely.
0: Well, Courtney, I have to be honest with you. Inviting Fire Nation is a both good and scary thing because we bring the party. I never show up anywhere without a keg of red stripe beer. So watch out.
1: You drink Red Stripe. You know, that's a Jamaican drink. That's why I said it. (laughs) (laughs) I love it.
0: (laughs) So, Courtney, wow. Have I really enjoyed talking with you, hearing about you from your early days of eBay and pageants to Entrepreneur 2.0 and beyond. Thank you so much for sharing this journey. And give Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance. Share the best way that we can find you. And then we'll say goodbye.
1: The best way to find me is on my website, com, and you can also listen to my new podcast, Entrepreneur 2.0, on iTunes. Um, it's in the iTunes New and Noteworthy section, so you can check me out there. Yeah, but- it is. <laughs> so some of the parting wisdom that I have is to just do it. I think we get so afraid of, of stepping into the world of entrepreneurship because it can be scary. But you have some great people out there who want to help you like John um, and like uh, all the other podcasters out there and all the other authors out there. So don't be afraid. You just got to get into it.
0: Fire Nation, you are well aware that you can find the links to everything of value that we've mentioned in today's episode and there was a ton of value at eofire.com. Click on that podcast tab. Courtney is hanging out in the archives. And Courtney, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise, your experience. Fire Nation salute you, and we'll catch you on the flip side.
1: Thanks so much, John.
0: Fire Nation. Are you an aspiring or new entrepreneur who's looking for a community of like-minded individuals who can offer support, tools, resources, and advice as you start your entrepreneurial journey? Fire Nation Elite is here to provide you with just that. 100% support, 100% of the time. Visit firenationelite.com to fill out your application and schedule a 15-minute one-on-one chat with me today. Last reminder for the episode, go to evoice.com, enter the promo code FIRE. You will not regret it. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on FIRE. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite.